Hare Krishna, my dear devotees. Welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books. Right here in the Haven, which is located in Hive, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. And we're trying to put out some sound that will help the confused world. The world is so confused and there's so much suffering going on and the leadership is causing it and making it get worse and worse. And what we have to offer is a very sub substantive and uh, drastic solution to the world's problems. And that is, you know, to give up illicit sex, to give up uh, intoxication, to give up gambling, and to give up meat-eating, to form the basis of revival of human culture. We are sitting in a situation where human culture is being lost. And the only way to get it back is to get in touch with the holy name of the Lord, the Mahamantra, and Srila Prabhupada's um, books, especially the Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam, and the Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita. The purports of Srila Prabhupada's books have the essence of all the previous acharyas uh, teachings and commentaries on these uh, essential texts uh, which are meant to bring human society back uh, from animal life. So um, here we are. It's a big task but it's being made easy by Srila Prabhupada. We just have to hear and not just hear but we have to hear attentively uh, and we have to try to understand uh, and try to apply it into our lives, the teachings. Okay. Srimad Bhagavatam Imastotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami glorifies and describes the Bhagavatam for what it is. It goes like this. Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja Sarva Lokaika Drikprada O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures singular fruit of all the Vedas rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds Sarva Bhagavata Prana Srimad Bhagavata Prabho Kali Dwanduditaditya Sri Krishna Parivartita, O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya, Premavarsakshadayate, Sarvada Sarvasevyaya, Sri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. <clears throat> you are Sri Krishna Himself. Marika Bando Matsangin Madguro Man Mahadana Manistadagamad Bhagya Mad Anandanamostute. <clears throat> My only friend my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dayin adini chochata kada hanamunchagada chinmam premna ritkanta yokspuda O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter, of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya.
So we reach the sixth chapter of the fourth canto of Srimad Bhagavatam. <clears throat> Lord Shiva became very upset when his wife Sati uh, left her body by her own will, by causing it to burst into flames in front of all the different personalities, including her father, Daksha, in, in a huge sacrifice in which uh, Lord Shiva was not invited, which is a big no-no in the Karmakanda sections of the Vedas. So now Brahma has gone with the demigods to Lord Shiva and is trying to pacify him. We st we're starting with text 46. Hmm. Lord Brahma is talking to Lord Shiva. My dear Lord, devotees who have fully dedicated their lives unto your lotus feet certainly deserve your presence, observe your presence as Paramatma in each and every being. And as such, and as such they do not differentiate between one living being and another. Such persons treat all living entities equally. They never become overwhelmed by anger like animals who can see nothing without differentiation. Purport When the Supreme Personality of Godhead becomes angry or kills a demon, materially this may appear, appear unfavorably, but spiritually it is a blissful blessing upon him. Therefore, pure devotees do not make any distinction between the Lord's anger and His blessings. They see both with reference to the Lord's behavior with others and themselves. A devotee does not find fault with the behavior of the Lord in any circumstances. Text 47 Persons who observe everything with differentiation who are simply attached to fruitive activities, who are mean-minded, who are always pained to see the flourishing condition of others, and who thus give distress to them by uttering harsh and piercing words, have already been killed by providence. Thus, there is no need for them to be killed again by an exalted personality like you. Person, purport. <clears throat> Persons who are materialistic and always engaged in fruitive activities for material profit cannot endure seeing the flourishing life of others. Except for a few persons in Krishna consciousness, the entire world is full of envious persons who are perpetually full of anxieties because they are attached to the material body and are without self-realization. Since their hearts are always filled with anxiety, it is understood that they have already been killed by providence. Thus Lord Shiva, as a self-realized Vaishnava, was advised not to kill Daksha, a Vaishnava is described as Paradurkaduki because although he is never distressed in any condition of life, he is distressed to see others in a distressed condition. Vaishnavas therefore should not try to kill any action of the body or mind, but should try to revive the Krishna consciousness of others out of compassion for them. The Krishna consciousness movement has been started to deliver the envious persons of the world from the clutches of maya. And even though devotees are sometimes put into trouble, they push on the Krishna consciousness movement in all tolerance. Lord Chaitanya advises, Trinadapi suni chena, torapi suhishnuna, amanina manadena, kirtaneya sada harihi. One can chant the holy name of the Lord in a humble state of mind, thinking himself lower than the straw in the street. 
One should be more tolerant than the tree, devoid of all sense of false prestige and ready to offer all respects to others. In such a state of mind, one can chant the holy name of the Lord constantly. Shikshastaka 3 A Vaishnava should follow the examples of such Vaishnavas as Haridas Thakur, Nityananda Prabhu, and also Lord Jesus Christ. There is no need to kill anyone who has already been killed. But it should be noted herewith that a Vaishnava should not tolerate the blaspheming of Vishnu or Vaishnavas, although he should tolerate personal insults to himself. Text 48 My dear Lord, if in some places materialists who are already bewildered by the insurmountable illusory energy of the Supreme Godhead sometimes commit offenses, a saintly person with compassion does not take this seriously. Knowing that they commit offenses because they are overpowered by the illusory energy, he does not show his prowess to counteract them. Purport It is said that the beauty of a tapasvi, or saintly person, is forgiveness. There are many instances in the spiritual history of the world in which many saintly persons, although unnecessarily harassed, did not take action, although they could have done so. Parikshit Maharaj, for example, was unnecessarily cursed by a Brahmana boy, and this was very much regretted by the boy's father. But Parikshit Maharaj accepted the curse and agreed to die within a week as the Brahmana boy desired. Parikshit Maharaj was the emperor and was full in power, both spiritually and materially. But out of compassion and out of respect for the Brahmana community, he did not counteract the action of the Brahmana boy, but agreed to die within seven days. Because it was desired by Krishna that Parikshit Maharaj agree to the punishment so that the instruction of Srimad Bhagavatam would thus be revealed to the world. Parikshit Maharaj was advised not to take action. A Vaishnava is personally tolerant for the benefit of others. When he does not show his prowess, this does not mean that he is lacking in strength. Rather, it indicates that he is tolerant for the welfare of the entire human society. Text 49 <clears throat> My dear Lord, you are never bewildered by the formidable influence of the illusory energy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore you are omniscient and should be merciful and compassionate toward those who are bewildered by the same illusory energy and are very much attached to fruitive act activities. Purport A Vaishnava is never bewildered by the influence of the external energy because he is engaged in the transcendental loving service of the Lord. The Lord states in Bhagavad Gita 7.14 Daivi yesha gunamayi mamabhaya duratyaya mamebhaye prapadyante Mayam etam tarantite. My divine energy, consisting of the three modes of material nature, is difficult to overcome. But those who have surrendered unto me can easily cross beyond it. A Vaishnava should take care of those who are bewildered by this Maya instead of becoming angry with them, because without a Vaishnava's mercy, they have no way to get out of the clutches of Maya. Those who have been condemned by Maya are rescued by the mercy of devotees. Vanchakalpatarubhyascha kripasindubhya evacha patitanam pavanibhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha I offer my respectful obeisances unto all the Vaishnava devotees of the Lord. They are just like desire trees who can fulfill the desires of everyone. And they are full of compassion 
for the fallen conditioned souls. Those who are under the influence of the illusory energy are attracted to fruitive activities, but a Vaishnava preacher attracts their hearts to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. Text 50 My dear Lord Shiva, you are a shareholder of a portion of the sacrifice and you are the giver of the result. The bad priests did not deliver your share and therefore you destroyed everything and the sacrifice remains unfinished. Now you can do the needful and take your rightful share. Text 51 My dear Lord, <clears throat> by your mercy, the performer of the sacrifice, King Daksha, may get, his back, may get back his life, Bhaga may get back his eyes, Brigo his mustache, and Pusha his teeth. <laughs> Text 52 O Lord Shiva, may the demigods and the priests whose limbs have been broken by your soldiers, recover from their injuries by your grace. Text 53 O destroyer of the sacrifice, please take your portion of the sacrifice and let the sacrifice be completed by your grace. Purport A sacrifice is a ceremony performed to please the Supreme Personality of Godhead. In the Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam, first canto, second chapter, it is stated that everyone should try to understand whether the Supreme Personality of Godhead is satisfied by His activity. In other words, the aim of our activities should be to satisfy the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Just as in an office, it is the duty of the worker to see that the proprietor or the master is satisfied. So everyone's duty is to see whether the Supreme Personality of Godhead is satisfied by one's activity. Activities to satisfy the Supreme Godhead are prescribed in the Vedic literature. An execution of such activities is called yagya. In other words, acting on behalf of the Supreme Lord is called yagya. One should know very well that any activity besides yajna is the cause of material bondage. That is explained in Bhagavad Gita 3.9 Yajna tat kamano nyatra lokoyam karmabandhanaha Karmabandhanaha means that if we do not work for the satisfaction of the Supreme Lord, Vishnu, then the reaction of our work will bind us. One should not work for his own sense gratification. Everyone should work for the satisfaction of God. That is called yajna. After the yajna was performed by Daksha, all the demigods expect, ex expected prasad, the remnants of foodstuffs offered to Vishnu. Lord Shiva is one of the demigods, so naturally he also expected his share of the prasad from the Jagya. But Daksha, out of his envy of Lord Shiva, neither invited Shiva to participate in the Jagya, nor gave him his share after the offering. But after the destruction of the Jagya arena by the followers of Lord Shiva, Lord Brahma pacified him and assured him that he would get his share of prasad. Thus he was requested to rectify whatever destruction was caused by his followers. In Bhagavad Gita 3.11, it is said that all the demigods are satisfied when one performs yajna. Because the demigods expect prasad from yajnas, yajna must be performed. Those who engage in sense gratificatory, materialistic activities must perform yajna. Otherwise, they will be implicated. Thus Daksha, being the father of mankind, was performing yajna, and Lord Shiva expected his share. But since Shiva was not invited, there was trouble. By the meditation of Lord Brahma, 
However, everything was settled satisfactorily. The performance of yajna is a very difficult task because all the demigods must be invited to participate in the yajna. In this Kali Yuga, it is not possible to perform such costly sacrifices, nor is it possible to invite the demigods to, to participate. Therefore, in this age, it is recommended yajnai sankirtana prayaya yajanti hi sumeda saha Bhagavatam 11.5.32 Those who are intelligent should know that in the Kali Yuga there is no possibility of performing the Vedic sacrifices. But unless one pleases the demigods, there will be no regulated seasonal activities of rain or rainfall. Everything is controlled by the demigods. Under these circumstances, in this age, in order to keep the balance of social peace and prosperity, all intelligent men should execute the performance of Sankirtan Yajna by chanting the holy names Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. One should invite people, chant Hare Krishna and then distribute prasad. This yajna will satisfy all the demigods, and thus there will be peace and prosperity in the world. Another difficulty in performing the Vedic rituals is that even if one fails to satisfy another difficulty in performing the Vedic rituals is that if one fails to satisfy even one demigod out of the many hundreds of thousands of demigods, just as Daksha failed to satisfy Lord Shiva, there will be disaster. But in this age, the performance of sacrifice has been simplified. One can chant Hare Krishna, and by pleasing Krishna, one can satisfy all the demigods automatically. Thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports of the fourth canto, sixth chapter of Srimad Bhagavatam entitled Brahma satisfies Lord Shiva. All glories to Lord Brahma for his debating qualities and his prayerful approach to Lord Shiva. And all glories to Lord Shiva, who is a reasonable person, Hare Krishna. All right, moving on to chapter 7. The sacrifice performed by Daksha. <clears throat> Text 1. The sage Maitreya said, O mighty armed Vidura, Lord Shiva, being thus pacified by the words of Lord Brahma, spoke as follows in answer to Brahma's, Lord Brahma's request. Text 2. Lord Shiva said, My dear father, Brahma, I do not mind the offenses created by the demigods because these demigods are childish and less intelligent. I do not take a serious view of their offenses and I have punished them only in order to right them. Purport. There are two types of punishment. One is that which a conqueror imposes on an enemy and the other is like that a father imposes on his son. There is a gulf of difference between these two kinds of punishment. Lord Shiva is by nature a Vaishnava, a great devotee, and his name in this connection is Ashutosha. He is always satisfied and therefore he did not become angry as if, as if he were an enemy. He is not inimical to any living entity. Rather, he always wishes the welfare of all. Whenever he chastises a person, it is just like a father's punishment of his son. Lord Shiva is like a father because he never takes seriously any offense by any living entities, especially the demigods. 
Text 3. Lord Shiva continued, Since the head of Daksha has already been burned to ashes, he will have the head of a goat. The demigod known as Bhaga will be able to see his share of sacrifice through the eyes of Mitra. Text 4. The demigod Pusha will be able to chew only through the teeth of his disciples and if alone he will have to satisfy himself by eating dough made from chickpea flour. But the demigods who have agreed to give me my share of the sacrifice will recover from all their in injuries. Purport The demigod Pusha became dependent on his disciples for chewing. Otherwise, he was allowed to swallow only dough made of chickpea flour. Thus, his punishment continued. He could not use his teeth for eating since he had laughed at Lord Shiva, deriding him by showing his teeth. In other words, it was not appropriate for him to have teeth for he had used them against Lord Shiva. Hare Krishna. Text 5 Those who have had their arms cut off will have to work with the arms of Ashwini Kumara and those whose hands were cut off will have to do their work with the hands of Pusha. The priests will also have to act in that manner. As for Brigu, he will have the beard from the goat's head. Purport Brigamuni, a great supporter of Daksha, was awarded the beard of the goat's head, which was substituted for the head of Daksha. It appears from the exchange of Daksha's head that the modern scientific theory that the brain substance is the cause of all intelligent work is not valid. The brain substance of Daksha and that of a goat are different, but Daksha still acted like himself even though his head was replaced by that of a goat. The conclusion is that it is the particular consciousness of an individual soul which acts. The brain substance is only an instrument which has nothing to do with real intelligence. The real intelligence, mind and consciousness are part of a particular individual soul. It will be found in the verses ahead that after Daksha's head was replaced by the goat's head, he was as intelligent as he had previously been. He prayed very nicely to satisfy Lord Shiva and Lord Vishnu, which is not possible for a goat to do. Therefore, it is definitely concluded that the brain substance is not the center of intelligence. It is the consciousness of a particular soul that works intelligently. The whole movement of Krishna consciousness is to purify the consciousness. It doesn't matter what kind of brain one has because if he simply transfers his consciousness from matter to Krishna, his life becomes successful. It is confirmed by the Lord Himself in Bhagavad Gita that anyone who takes up Krishna consciousness achieves the highest perfection of life regardless of whatever abominable condition of life he may have fallen into. Specifically, anyone in Krishna consciousness goes back to Godhead, back to home, on leaving his present material body. And it's 7.50 we started at 7.20, so we'll go a little bit longer. Text 6. The great sage Maitreya said, My dear Vidura, all the personalities present were very much satisfied at heart, in heart and soul upon hearing the words of Lord Shiva, who was the best among the benedictors. Purport. In this, in this verse, Lord Shiva is described as Midushtama, the best of the benedictors. 
He is also called, known as Ashutosh, which indicates that he very quickly, he is very quickly satisfied and very quickly angered. It is said in Bhagavad Gita that less intelligent persons go to the demigods for material benedictions. In this connection, people generally go to Lord Shiva and because he is always quickly satisfied and gives benedictions to his devotees without consideration, he is called Midushtama or Midushtama or the best of the benedictors. Materialistic persons are always anxious to get material profit, but they are not serious about spiritual profit. Sometimes, of course, it so happens that Lord Shiva becomes the best benedictor in spiritual life. It is said that once a poor brahmana worshipped Lord Shiva for a benediction, and Lord Shiva advised the devotee to go see Sanatana Goswami. The devotee went to Sanatana Goswami and informed him that Lord Shiva had advised him to seek out the best benediction from him, Sanatana. Sanatana had a touchstone with him, which he kept with the garbage. On the request of the poor brahmana, Sanatana Goswami gave him the touchstone, and the brahmana was very happy to have it. He now could get as much gold as he desired, simply by touching the touchstone to iron. But after he left Sanatana, he thought, if a touchstone is the best benediction, why has Sanatana Goswami kept it with the garbage. He therefore returned and asked Sanatana Goswami, Sir, if this is the best benediction, why did you keep it with the garbage? Sanatana Goswami then informed him, Actually, this is not the best benediction, but, you, but are you prepared to take the best benediction from me? The Brahman, Brahmana said, Yes, sir. Lord Shiva has sent me to you for the best benediction. Then Sanatana Goswami asked him to throw the touchstone in the water nearby and then come back. The poor Brahmana did so. And when he returned, Sanatana Goswami initiated him with the Hare Krishna mantra. Thus the benediction of Lord Shiva and the Brahmana got the association of the best devotee of Lord Krishna and was thus initiated in the Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And that's 7.55. We'll stop there and we'll start tomorrow at text 7. And we will humbly and patiently wait for the reflections of the assembled sages to come pouring down like a nectar on our heads. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Bajbalva. Humble obeisance and glorious of Prabhupada. So I noted uh, in text 46, this is a very interesting verse because um, it's describing. Um, the qualities of a pure devotee and in the end it says <coughs> maybe two-thirds of the way through such persons treat treat all living entities equally they never become overwhelmed by anger like animals who can see nothing without differentiation so here material anger is being compared to that behavior of animals yes and uh, well the, the human sometimes. being the human being also has the qualities of the animal. Yes. Eating, sleeping, mating, and defending. Mm -hmm. Anger is part of defense, defending. True. So, uh, but what makes a human being different than the animals is that his, he has the ability to hear the Vedic scriptures. Mm -hmm. None of the animals can hear, and therefore they can't discriminate what is right and what is wrong, uh, what is good and what is bad. They have no religious principles. You won't see any animals congregating together 
and having some kind of spiritual, you know, association. It's only the human beings. So if the human being doesn't take up spiritual life, then he's no better than an animal. And he will use his anger wrongly. Uh, that's it. Uh, follow-up question on this. Animals don't incur sin, is that right, Maharaj? They don't incur sin, but there are still pious animals and impious animals. Oh, really? Okay. Pious trees and impious trees. Oh, I didn't know. You know, the pious trees have fruits and flowers and are beautiful to look at. Impious trees, like cactus in the desert, they just have thorns and they don't produce anything of value and uh, they just damage people. <laughs> so there are pious and impious. You will go to India and you see the street dogs in India, many oh, street dogs that. in India. They're quite... Aggressive. Uh, yeah, quite impious. So they're... So in that sense, you know, animals do have, you know, gradation, you know. But in, in another sense, they don't commit further sin because they don't have the discrimination. They're forced to act based on their senses of that particular body. Therefore, Prabhupada is calling out to all human beings, stop it, stop it, stop killing all the animals, stop killing the babies in the womb, stop all this sinful activity. And then these reactions, these extreme reactions will reduce. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Mm. So. Kopakanya Devi Dasi? Yes, Kopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled devotees. Happy Akadashi to you all. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada and Sri Bhagavatam. Thank you. Thank, Thank you very much. We had a very wonderful morning of chanting Hare Krishna for many hours for on, on, uh, for to honor Akadashi. Thank you. And from Bhakti Christopher. Yes, Bhakti Christopher. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. It is great to be able to attend your reading today. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you very much. It's great to have you aboard. Hare Krishna. And from Rati Manjari. Yes, Rati Hare Krishna. Jai Guru Maharaj. Happy Akadashi. Hari Bol. Same to you. Sudevi Dasi says Hare Krishna Maharaj. Well Sudevi Dasi, Hare Krishna to you. And from Bhakti Rupa. Yes, Bhakti Rupa. Hare Krishna Maharaj, thanks for reading. Please accept my obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. All glories to his divine grace. Hare Krishna. Really a nice reading this evening. Really loved hearing the glories of the Vaishnavas, particularly their forgiveness of others' offenses. They understand that without the mercy of the devotees, the living entities are stuck in the material world and thus overlook their offenses, only desiring to elevate them. Also, it was lovely to hear how performance of Sankirtan Yagya is pleasing to every demigod and is a flawless method in this age. It's reassuring that we can't go wrong when we perform Sankirtan. Hare Krishna, wonderful! Reflection. Thank you very much for reminding us all the glories of the Sankirtan mission of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And from Sarvagya? Yes, Sarvagya. Hare Krishna, thank you, Maharaj, for your daily reading. Daksha and Brigu, they are both Prajapatis, Brahma's sons, to create the population. There are nine prajapatis, including Daksha. Is it right, Maharaj? Yes. Uh, Daksha is one of the mind-born sons of Brahma. But the, the, the ten, I think there are ten, actually, mind-born sons of Brahma. But many other personalities come from the body of, of Brahma. If you read the, the third canto very carefully, 
There's many other personalities who come. It, it's all in the beginning. It all comes from Lord Brahma. Even the demons come from him. You know, uh, impious activities come from him. Because it's the nature of the material world that duality must exist in order to give facility for the fallen conditioned souls to fulfill all their desires, to be separate, to live separately from Krishna. So, but even though Daksha is the chief Prajapati, more or less in charge of the Karmakanda section of the Vedas, still he's very, very proud as we've heard, he's extremely proud of his position, he's extremely proud of his wealth and of his opulence. And therefore, Lord Shiva decided to cut down that pride for his benefit. So the, the message is, the lesson, as Vaishya would say, the lesson is, uh, it doesn't really work to try to get a very high position in this material world. Unless one has love for Krishna, you can be a, the most elevated materialist, which Daksha was, and get nothing of any value. So all the material, the materialists today, there's very few of them, but some of them are very wealthy, very powerful. And all of them are going to be taught the lesson by the material nature. Therefore, the lesson is stop being a materialist. Stop aspiring to become a demigod. <laughs> Hare Krishna. So every guest says, thank you so much, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. And from Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Tonight we heard in detail how karma takes effect as Lord Shiva delivered the punishments to the demigods, Daksha, and others. Some of these sentences sounded quite severe. I was wondering whether these punishments are meant to last eternally or if they are temporary. Everything, Rati, in the material world is temporary. Even Lord Brahma's body is temporary. It's all a matter of vision. If we look through the eyes of our own conditioned nature that we have as a human being on the earth planet at this time and compare it to the vision of Krishna, then we will begin to understand. We are so upset with what's going on in the world, you know, wars and airplane crashes and things that seem to damage innocent people and even children, that we're uh, indignant. We become indignant to the laws of nature and to God. Um, but the fact is, if we look through the eyes of the Lord, through His knowledge, we'll see that one breath of Mahavishnu and His in inhalation is 411 trillion, 311 trillion, 80 billion years of our time. So, and that's just to Krishna that's an expansion of an expansion of an expansion of Krishna so for Krishna it's, it's not even a blink in the eye the whole cosmic manifestation is like a blink in the eye for Krishna therefore we're so upset and we're so disturbed by different things that happen in this world that seem unjust or whatever but that's because we're not looking through the eyes of knowledge we're looking through the eyes of sentiment. When we look through the eyes of knowledge, we will see that everyone is being treated, even by the material nature, in a way that they deserve, so that they can get an opportunity 
to finally wake up and come back to the spiritual world where they can live eternally without these temporary sufferings and happinesses. Hare Krishna. Next is from Kaladipati. Yes, Kaladipati. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. What stood out for me was the purport to 649. Quote, A Vaishnava should take care of those who are bewildered by this Maya instead of becoming angry with them because without a Vaishnava's mercy they have no way to get out of the clutches of Maya. Mm. Therefore, the only solution is, for each of us is to become a pure Vaishnava. There's no alternative to solve the problems of the world. If we become a pure Vaishnava, then we won't see, we won't try to, how do I say, judge people and get revenge from people who mistreat us or on the other hand if we see someone mistreating a Vaishnava or mistreating Krishna especially the deity of Krishna then we should feel anger that is spiritual anger but we have to be practical also do I have the ability to actually correct that person or not and if I don't, better to stay aloof from that person or those persons or that thing. And if you can't stay aloof, then chant Hare Krishna. The Hare Krishna Ma Mantra is so powerful that it can rectify anyone from any amount of sinful activities. But the person has to stop the sinful activities in order to receive the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. Even a late starter, even a person who has fallen and then come back to reality can go back to Godhead in this life. But that means that one must make that decision. Hare Krishna. Next is from Subarao. Yes, Subarao. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. Thank you for your daily readings. One of the many gems is from the purport 467. Quote, Therefore it is definitely concluded that the brain substance is not the center of intelligence. It is the consciousness of a particular soul that works intelligently. The whole movement of Krishna consciousness is to purify the consciousness. It doesn't matter what kind of brain one has because if he simply transfers his consciousness from matter to Krishna, his life becomes successful. Ah. Daily ah. readings, Ki Jai, beautiful picture of the Lord on the altar, Ekadashi picture, Ki Jai. Yes, Hare Krishna, thank you very much. And all glories to abide, Das Parochi, for for decorating them so nicely and cleaning so thoroughly the altar is effulgent because of this service he's done Hare Krishna next is from Bhakti Nikki yes Bhakti Nikki Hare Krishna Maharaj please accept my humble obeisances all glories to Sri the Prabhupada I have become very attached to the daily readings because of your sweet presence and wisdom. I look forward to 7.30 p.m. every day. Thank you for providing me shelter every evening. Hare Krishna. It's our pleasure. The pleasure that we get from doing this is, uh, as they say, off the charts. Hare Krishna. Next is from Daitari Hari. Yes, Daitari Hari. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances, all glories to Sri the Prabhupada. The text, 
Text 47 of chapter 6 really stood out. Quote, Persons who observe everything with differentiation, who are simply attached to fruitive activities, who are mean-minded, who are always pained to see the flourishing condition of others, and who thus give distress to them by uttering harsh and piercing words, mm. have already been killed by providence. Thus there is no need for them to be killed again by an exalted personality like you. Unquote. It really hit me hard because I see how this relates to me. Mm. In the purport we heard with the exception uh, in the purport we heard, with the exception of a few devotees, everyone else is more or less affected by this mentality and fate. Mm. When Prabhupada says a few devotees, does he mean that many people, even in devotional life, are still conditioned by envy to some extent, and therefore until they're fully pure, they're still not free from the clutches of death? Maybe I'm seeing it in too heavy a way. No, it's true. Uh, Bhaktivedanta Thakur said that even in the Krishna consciousness movement, there are what we call Kali Chilas. They have tilak, they wear neck beads, and they externally act like they're Vaishnavas, but in the back, you know, when they're alone, they do things that are nonsense. Hare Krishna. So, but a Vaishnava sees according to Krishna's instruction. And what is that instruction? Yajyatva na punar moham evam yasasi pandava yena bhutanya sheshani drakshasyat manyato mayi. When one has actually received this knowledge from the spiritual master, then he does not fall into illusion again because he sees that every living being is but a part of the Supreme or, as Krishna says, in other words, they are mine. So every living being has good qualities, even if they do nonsense. You know, every living being has some good qualities. So to become cured from this tendency, we have to look and see the good qualities of others and neglect or, or don't take so seriously the bad qualities. And therefore, the Vaishnava is para dukkha dukhi. He's happy when he sees others happy, and he's distressed when he sees others in distress. A materialistic person is just the opposite. He's happy when he sees other people in distress, going through difficulties, and he's sad when he sees other people doing better than him. That's the difference between a Vaishnava and a, and a materialist, and that's why there are so few. That's why they're so rare to have that vision. But it's given to us by Krishna and especially by Lord Chaitanya who gave us the holy name and allowed us the privilege of purifying our hearts through associating with Krishna. The Maha Mantra is not different than Radha and Krishna. The Maha Mantra is a Purna Shuddha uh, nitya mukta vinatvam namanamino it is always pure and it is never uh, always liberated it's not that because I'm fallen when I chant the holy name it's not the holy name no it is the holy name but we can't perceive it the holy name only reveals itself to a person who is pure in heart so until we learn to avoid offenses and actually come become very serious about Krishna consciousness, then yes, we will, by the Lord's mercy, uh, have to go through things that will purify us from our anarthas and our uh, inauspicious characteristics that we've developed from lifetimes of being in this material world and committing sinful activities. But the holy name is so powerful. Namaparada yuktanam namamevya yagam yaham agam. Yaham agam. It means that the chanting of the holy name is actually meant for offenders. 
as well. I chant this prayer, Abai and I chant this prayer every morning in our morning program. Um, I say it every day and now I can't remember it. What is the verse? Um, no. A guy, uh, um, the third one. The third one. Um, Anyway, I'll say the English because I can't remember. Somehow or other, Sanskrit is escaping me because I'm an old man. Say it loud so I can hear. This means, just as the ground is the only support for a person whose feet have slipped, you alone are the only shelter for those who have offended you. So when you're an offender, there's only one recourse, and that's to take shelter of Krishna. He is the only shelter. The holy name is the only thing powerful enough to purify us from the reactions of our mistakes and our offenses. Therefore, Prabhupada recommends don't ever stop chanting Hare Krishna. And gradually, you will become purified because you are associating with Krishna. Haribo. Next is from Pranav Handa. Pramahan Pranav Handa. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada and his wonderful books. Today I soaked the following points. Vaishnavas are by nature very compassionate. So, and even when we see them acting as chastisers, we should understand that not like a common person he gets angry due to envy or pride, but only to correct and guide us forward on the path of devotional service. Yes. This reminded me of the compassionate nature of Narada Muni when he cursed Nala Kuvera and Mani Griva. Yes, absolutely. And it was part of that curse, or an amendment to the curse, that they would be delivered by Krishna. So when Krishna was the baby, and he was tied to a grinding, grinding mortar, and he pulled the mortar in between those trees and pulled. No, I don't know if you know this, but tamal trees are very have very deep roots. It, it takes a whole operation to, to remove a tamal tree. So again, it shows Krishna's supreme power. But before he did it, he said, Narada Muni said, I have to deliver these two, so I have to do it. Therefore, better you please Krishna, and then he'll help you in all ways. Hare Krishna. Next is from Shayan. Yes, Shayan. Hare Krishna Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisance as all glorious to Sri the Prabhupada. Thanks for reading tonight. Nice to be hearing from Wales, where I am staying in the ashram for some time. Please bless me to be able to serve with these saintly devotees. May you be able to serve with those saintly devotees forever, at least this whole lifetime. Hare Krishna. And from Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. She says, hmm, the eyes of sentiment versus the eyes of knowledge. That is a good point. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Thank you, Rati. And Kaurudvipati says, Thank you, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. And Bhakti Rupa says, This evening was nectar. Hare Krishna. It was. Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabhira Bhakti Vrinda ki jai. Kaur Premanandi Hari Hari Bo. So see you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic. And now we're going to hear 
just how merciful Lord Shiva is because Daksha is going to be able to perform his sacrifice. Hare Krishna.